Greetings. Welcome to another episode of the Cafe Genius Impresarios podcast audio program thing. Today it's just me, your host Dan Hugo. Cafe Genius is a ongoing special project. Covers a lot of things. Today we are going to f- cover something that I think is important if our greater Vegas entrepreneurial ecosystem, if I can say that word, entrepreneurial, if our ecosystem is going to be what everybody thinks it is, I want to introduce two important words, ideation and innovation. We'll get to implementation another week. So ideation and innovation, these sound like crazy words. They're two great tastes that go great together. Let's, let's figure it out. By the way, today is uh, Friday, June 2nd. I'm recording this kind of middle of the day. There's a couple of guests coming up. Today was just not a good day to outline schedules. But some cool things on the docket. Let's talk about ideation and innovation. First of all, what is ideation? I've heard a couple of people say that doesn't sound like a real word, and it probably isn't, except that we use it, so that makes it a real word. Oh, that's weird. Ideation, it's to have ideas and then to work with them. So to, to meditate, to ideate, similar. So it's basically having ideas and then when you, you can ideate by yourself, go ideate yourself, I guess. But ideation is great with a friend. Uh, <laughs> it's even better if you and your friends have a dry erase board handy with some erasers and multiple colors. Our hackathons for Innovate for Vegas Foundation are often, when people show up, are often about drawing diagrams on whiteboards and how things will fit together. Um, if you are familiar with the user story design method, uh, personas, if you like, if you do any agile, you know, it's, it's an opportunity. To, some people will draw on, on note cards. I like dry erase. It's a very effective way to illustrate ideas and to very quickly connect things, erase things, reconnect things. So I personally use dry erase. Uh, I also have come to enjoy a tool called Excaladraw, which is totally free. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Or maybe I won't. I think I will. I use it quite a bit now, especially if you're on a call. You can share screens. That's very passive. But if you share a whiteboard, and you can do this with Miro, there are several tools, probably with your, your favorite office suite. But Excaladraw is free, and it's web-based, so you just have to share a link, and it doesn't matter if you're, if you're all using Google, whatever, Microsoft, whatever. You can just draw. It, it has a handwriting, not quite, com- I don't think it's Comic Sans, but kind of a hand-drawn look to it. But you got your different color pens. You can draw rectangles and arrows. You can write, you can write text. You can move it around. You can erase it. You can change sizes, all the, all the cool things. So ideation is fun when you can interact during, you know, if I'm, if we're, well, we're going to do this later, but if we're, if we're, if you and I were ideating on what the next section of this podcast episode should be, episode 14, by the way, then we might have a, a shared whiteboard and you may fill in the next section, which I already have. It's uh, what is innovation, but maybe you'll say, what isn't innovation, right? So maybe you'll edit my thing. Like maybe we could bounce that around. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, 
just rehashing old ideas. That's not really innovation. And really simply taking an idea and turning it into a product, so implementation. Did you innovate? Did you just take an idea and maybe that idea was um, highly influenced by what's already around? You know, if we're working on a cookie recipe and, and we ideate back and forth and we decide we're making chocolate chip cookies and then we bake them, there's really no innovation. But maybe, well, I'll give a different example with uh, zucchini bread. We were making zucchini bread when I was a kid. So the ideation phase is, uh, should we make zucchini bread? Sure. Let's get some ingredients. Let's, are you going to do this? You're going to, you know, so you're kind of working out. What do we want to do? Some basic ideas about the workflows. So we're just throwing stuff around. The implementation comes when we're, you know, putting them in the oven, baking them. Yeah, maybe maybe some of the preparation, but we are now implementing the zucchini bread. The innovation came though. I remember. I don't remember the day, but I said, uh, "Hey, we should put chocolate chips in here." So if you've never tried chocolate chip zucchini bread, innovation in. Uh, in cake or bread form, depending on, I think it's cake really, but especially with, especially with chocolate chips, a lot of sugar. So innovation is often where you take an idea and you pivot or you, uh, I say ideas that get honed. See what I did there. So innovation ideation, they, they really do go great together. And it's something that I think we need to do more of here and, uh, hang on, let me tell you. So we have a lot of meetups in Vegas. Maybe they're who knows where they are. Just did a podcast on uh, smart social innovate for Vegas project, making it easier to discover where things are and who is doing what. Maybe there's collaboration in there. There's, there's a whole bunch of things. It's, it's only a can of worms to open and I barely did. But when you go to meetups now, I, I'm going to grossly say there are two meetups, two different types. One is where you intend to be productive. Now we're going to go to a meetup and accomplish something. There's like a, an objective. Maybe it's to learn something. Maybe it's to hear a sales pitch. Maybe it's to think about that timeshare you've been, <laughs> you've been hearing about on the strip or on Fremont time and time again. But you're, you're going to a thing to accomplish some goal. The second type, which you may have a goal, but the second type is really just a social interaction. So you, you go and you talk to people and maybe you're there to meet clients, but often you're just meeting people in general. Maybe you're going to meet a client or a potential uh, partner or I don't mean romantic. I mean a partner on a project or a a co-founder or who knows, right? But you're, you're just kind of getting the lay of the land. You're, you're, uh, you're serendipitously colliding with people if you're if you're a downtown project then so th- these two and I, you know, those are very very top level um, two sides of the same coin really but if you're going to go to one or the other so in one case the ideation is sort of haphazard right you might you might be at a first Friday that happens on Friday today in fact you might go to a first Friday and you might run into a friend or a, a new friend. Maybe you're at the same food truck and you, you strike up a conversation. The chances that you're going to invent something or solve some problem or collaborate on an idea, they're relatively low. Not zero, but they're relatively low. If, on the other hand, you say, hey, we should meet up tomorrow, Saturday, 
or next week or whenever and talk about that thing you just said or that picture you just showed me or the that weird fork that you're using to eat your food truck snacks. <laughs> like, I want to talk to you more about this. Then you set up a, an actual meeting, some coffee shop perhaps, or a co-work space, or who knows. And then maybe you say, it would be cool if we took that thing that we mentioned at first Friday while we were waiting King Sausage for a, a delicious pretzel roll sausage, Polish sausage, in fact. His stuff is good, by the way. Not a plug, just saying. So now you may be in a mode where you can ideate. You can actually say, hey, that thing, I have a different idea, or I have an idea that might complement. Maybe you get out a whiteboard or a pad of paper, or you you just kind of hand wave it a little bit. But you start bouncing ideas around. This is a different kind of meetup. You're actually, you're there for a purpose, right? You're there intentionally. Not getting a client, perhaps, but you know, you're there to ideate. You're there to discuss. You're there to bounce some ideas around. You run it up the flagpole, as some say. So now, once you've ideated a little bit, you might go, "Hey, I wanna, I wanna pursue this thing. We've kind of settled on a, a path." And you're like, "Oh, what would it take to get through this this particular version of what we've come up with here?" And then you have to get a little creative. Now it's maybe it's ideation on your ideation. Maybe that's what innovation really is. I don't know. But if you then arrive at some way of implementing and you've, you've gone through the various, uh, you know, ooh, that, that won't work or that won't work for people like this or it won't work in that temperature, you know, whatever. You have, to, you have to take your idea and fit it to circumstance, uh, variables, parameters. Uh, it's basically, as I've written in my notes, the step between the idea and the implementation. Literally, ideation, innovation, implementation. That's what we talk about at Innovate for Vegas. You take an idea, in order to implement it, you sometimes have to innovate. You have to do things outside the box. That's where the pivot is, like I said. So I think we need more of that. I think intentionality, and I've mentioned community of practice as a a thing that we should be looking at as far as meet, some meetups. Uh, if you find that you are at a social gathering when you thought you were going to be in a lecture or a class or a an educational class or a, um, a workshop or something, if it devolves into chit chat, especially if there's free food, I, I almost think that if there's an event with free food or drink, especially if there's a bar, it is not for ideation and innovation. <laughs> it is a time for socializing, not against socializing. I love socializing, but it is not ideation and innovation. It might lead to that. The food truck example, for, for example, but I think if we are going to be a innovation hub, we're not going to be the next Silicon Valley. Get that out of your head. But if we, the Greater Vegas entrepreneurial ecosystem, and I, I count entrepreneurs as people who think outside the box. I know the dictionary definition is someone who starts a company. But I think if you are an aspirational entrepreneur, you're still an entrepreneur. If you have the wherewithal, the mindset, the, uh, the gumption, the chutzpah, if you are, if you're a Hillary fan, or a chutzpah, if you're not. If you if you want to be, that's probably a, a step towards entrepreneurialism. So I refer to the Greater Vegas entrepreneurial uh, ecosystem a lot. If if that is going to happen, 
it's sort of it's it, it exists in pockets right now as is the case everywhere and I, I hate that expression oh it's like that everywhere but in this case I'm not lamenting there are pockets of innovation everywhere on the planet not even all human so that part's fine but when it takes place in silos for example or if it takes place amongst people who are not making the most if they're not able to see idea with potential and hey let's let's ideate on this let's discuss let's uh bounce some ideas around let's spitball it as they say getting to that innovation step where you're you're getting serious you're getting serious about how could we build this thing is it manufacturable is a is a common trope a real one though is it manufacturable is it uh is it healthy if it's a food product? Is it, can we even make it? Can you get the ingredients, right? You can ideate all day on a new recipe. And then if you can't get the particular spice or, you know, maybe it's, oh, we need saffron. We also need a lot of money. <laughs> or maybe uh, maybe it's got milk or some other allergen in it and you, you're creating a product that will limit its audience or something. You know, right? so you got to innovate. Like, oh, maybe we don't have to use actual dairy milk. We can use um, oak or almond or oak, oat, oat milk, almond milk, some other horribly water-expensive milk substitute. So so you could you can innovate on a lot of things. So in order for our innovation hub of, uh, of excitement, unless you're making movies, that's, that's a totally different thing. We're there. We got it. Hollywood 2.0 has arrived with tax credits probably. So, if, but if you want to innovate, if you want to do medical devices, medical research, technology, if you want to build the next uh, mechanical system, manufacturing process, really, and I will add this to the notes because I completely forgot what the other one was. I'll have to, I'll have to listen to myself or uh, what I was going to add. But uh, Neil Gershenfeld at the Center for Bits and Atoms, which is attached physically to the Media Lab building at MIT. Uh, at least it was when I was there a couple, six years ago or so. Fascinating stuff. Um, I have jokingly, not really jokingly, but I've said that they have a maker space there at Bits and Atoms that is big enough and well-equipped enough to make other maker spaces. And I was, I was saying it, you know, half humorously, maybe not humorously, but in reality, one of the missions of the Fab Lab project, which Neil played a major, if not a singular role in, in building that notion, right. Of a fab lab, fabrication lab, makerspaces, right. So if you can build a fab lab, a new fab lab from an existing fab lab, then they get to multiply and then you can establish fab labs where there are none and then continue doing that. Tell two friends and so on. If you're a, if you like throwback TV commercials, so he was recently on the Lex Friedman podcast, which I will, I will endeavor to recall linking to uh, in the show notes. But if you go to YouTube, Lex Friedman, L-E-X, and then F-R-I-D, Friedman, Friedman, F-R-I-D-M-A-N. If you look for Neil, actually, if you just search for Neil Gershenfeld, G-E, it's just like it sounds, G-E-R-S-H-E-N-F-E-L-D, Gershenfeld. Search for Neil Gershenfeld, you'll see it's um, how to make self-replicating replicating, uh, uh, robots. 
and and some other stuff. But he talks about how the Bits and Atoms and Meteolab um, beginnings are a result of someone saying, we need none of the above. It's not physics and chemistry and biology and architecture and all that. Although uh, I know Meteolab is under the School of Architecture. I assume Bits and Atoms is also. I assume. I, I, I should check that. But you enable thinking outside the box, right? That's where you ideate, innovate, and implement. And when you, if you listen to his presentation, it's, it's a long podcast, but there's a lot of cool stuff in there, including a very specific story at the beginning, near the, in the first 20 minutes. Uh, I will simply say the connection between measuring the bow of Yo-Yo Ma while he's playing and uh, automotive airbag deployment sensors those are connected, and they are connected through Las Vegas. See, now you want to go here at least the first 20 minutes. So they they explicitly enable innovation, ideation and innovation. Uh, they enable you to implement by building things, but they also enable all those things to happen where others cannot by being able to replicate. So this is sort of out of out of the box ideation and innovation right there. Uh, I think that's Fab Lab Stage 2, and I can't remember. He do, he goes into the four stages or phases of Fab Lab. So Fab, Fab Lab 1 is a makerspace. Fab Lab 2 is a makerspace of makerspaces, Fab Labs. Totally interesting. So this is the kind of uh, innovation thinking that I have now said out loud. I'll say it again here. Uh, the Greater Vegas Entrepreneurial Ecosystem should be embracing that don't be the next Silicon Valley. Don't be the next Center for Bits and Atoms, but definitely uh, be a better Las Vegas and think outside the box. Ideate and innovate. Don't try to be something else. Be better at what we are. So we're coming up on 20 minutes, so that's not so bad. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, I'm going to bust the hackathon myth. I'm going to suggest that you attend, participate in, organize hackathons. So what is the myth? The myth, and this comes up all the time, the myth is that a hackathon is specifically about building some sort of an app on a phone, mobile app probably. They're specifically about um, probably male type people, probably with their laptops and their iPhone or Android device, maybe a few different random electronics bits, a lot of pizza, a lot of Red Bull, people staying awake for days, mayhem, possibly some prizes at the end. Always be on the lookout for sponsored hackathons if you want to win things, but if you want to be productive and actually do something good, avoid sponsored hackathons. We'll talk about that another time, maybe. So the hackathon myth, that hackathons are all about building mobile apps and staying awake for two days or three days doing it. Nope. Sorry, you can do that. You can, those are, I've been to those there. You stay awake for 50 hours or so. And in the end, everything seems like a good idea <laughs> and people win prizes for them. But actually, uh, you can have a hackathon right now. In fact, we could, we can do it right here while you're listening. Let's, let's make a hackathon right now. So this is sort of an interactive asynchronous podcast because we can't interact. You're listening to me. So what could we do? How could we make 
an ideation podcast where we actually end up with something at the end. So I'm going to assume you're not sitting at a dry erase board right now. Too bad. I'm not either. Also too bad. What if we try to come up with a way to let people know that the next podcast, the Cafe Genius Impresarios podcast, perhaps, is coming up next Friday and that we are going to do a live stream. This is a hackathon, not a product announcement. We're going to do a live stream. So what are the different ways that we could enable that? Should we... So I'll start writing, maybe, or I'm not going to be writing, but I'll start pretending to be writing, and you can do the same. So what if we said, uh, well, we should put it on Facebook and Instagram? Meh. We can connect it to Discord because we already have a Discord server. Mm, maybe. Uh, as it happens, we're using a pod. I'll, I'll throw up a thing on the whiteboard here. We're using a podcast platform called eCaster on WeCaster if you visit their site. And it uses open source software, which actually kind of connects somewhat sort of to a Discord plugin by the same person who has assembled and manages the eCaster platform, which is a collection of open source software. So I've actually had this conversation with that person like, hmm, could I connect this to Discord to enable live stream listening and, and discussion? And he said, yeah, probably. That's, that should work. It would take some coding, but so we can throw that on the, on the thing there. So one of the ideas would be discord integration, which would require some work, uh, discord without integration. So we'd have to figure out some other live stream, um, tool feature platform, and then allow people to listen in one place and chat in another. Is discord even necessary at that point? Maybe not. So we can, we can throw up a bunch of ideas like that. So Slack, no. Facebook, probably not. Instagram, live, no. YouTube, maybe. We can certainly do audio-only YouTube stream, live streams, and enable chat there, but YouTube doesn't, as far as I'm aware, doesn't mix, uh, it doesn't provide channel, a different channel, channel differentiation, let's say. So I think it gets mixed down. I'm not sure about that, though. I mean, they do support stereo or multi-channel content. So eh, we, we didn't have that as a question mark. So we, we have a whole bunch of ideas about how you and I for our next podcast could enable live chatting, live streaming, and guest interaction. So that myself, a guest or two could be speaking, you could be listening live on some platform. And the reason is that we can write on on there also um, the fan out. I I don't want to have a thousand people. So the, the OnWeCaster supports, I think, 64 channels, 64 people participating. But the more the more channels you use, the more um, the more subject to latency and so on. So or drops, dropped audio. So keeping it simple, let's say we have two or three channels in use uh, for the conversation. What if we had a channel dedicated so it, it can hear? quote unquote here, it can hear the conversation, but it would be effectively muted. So there's no speaking, there's no audio in only audio out. So that channel gets connected to discord or something in that chat, the discord side fans it out to however many listeners, millions, surely. 
So we can we can draw a little picture on our whiteboard about how like oh okay so if we, we use a channel of the 64 available for specifically as a monitor channel that would go out to a um, some sort of a live stream that would manage the fan out so that we could have any number of people listening maybe that goes to a um, a YouTube channel maybe yeah I mean maybe maybe that's a separate stream on on a youtube channel you know who knows it could be a couple different ways not that's not exactly good let's we'll erase that part so yeah we have a whole bunch of ideas now we can we can write our own we can probably find a pay for service but we already have the components there's a bunch of free software out there there are a bunch of social tools so we don't have to ask people to do a new thing on the other hand there is the smart social platform that Innovate for Vegas is working on. I wonder if that would interrupt. So let's, hmm, maybe that's a possibility. Well, they've talked about using Matrix. Matrix is known to interoperate with Jitsi. Jitsi is an open source video chat platform that I've actually used quite often. It's totally cool. It's sponsored by 8x8, which I did a podcast with the CEO of 8x8 when I lived in Sunnyvale. Connections. So, hmm, so if we use, if we could talk to the Innovate for Vegas people, I know a guy, and we can take some interoperability between the matrix platform they want to deploy. We can connect that so people are able to use the chat room and maybe they could monitor the audio because OnWeCaster, I believe, is compatible with Jitsi, especially if you're using video. Hmm. So we can write that on the whiteboard. Maybe we do want to talk about integration because that enables us to have a little bit more control about what actually works and what doesn't and how. So now we have on our whiteboard, our virtual imaginary whiteboard, we have all those existing platforms that we don't really have a say in. They all have different policies about you know, users and content and you have to sign up or get invited or who knows. Or maybe it's a, maybe it's a matrix server that's part of a larger communication platform that most of our audience would might be interested in using anyway that isn't Discord. Maybe it's a little bit more focused and tailored to our community here, our ecosystem at large. So maybe what we do here could fit into what is happening in the rest of the greater Vegas area. Hmm. So now suddenly the thing we're working on could fit into or be a great example of ways that we can stay out of silos. I mean, it's still a silo of sorts because it's an audience of listeners. It's not everyone. And if you're not listening at the time of the stream, you don't get to interact in real time. But it's a good effort to not create silos that you have to, you know, install someone else's software. So if we integrate this into some tools, platform services that are already being developed. And those developers are friendly. I do know a guy, then maybe that would actually work. Hmm. So what if you, my listener, the one, would you be interested in trying a matrix-based live stream listening platform in which you might chat? Because matrix has a end-to-end encrypted chat, chat rooms, all that. You don't have to encrypt it, but yeah, so... So would that be interesting if that same set of tools were in use for the smart social platform Innovation Vegas is working on? So now we can start innovating, right? We say say we've we've kind of settled on I'm gonna take a Kierkegaardian leap here and say 
Yes, you are willing to use smart social and uh, a live stream engagement feature that we get to convince them to implement. So now our, our live stream podcast, as we're recording it, gets broadcast to Matrix. And because the matrix.mastodon.vegas server is always there for you, you can we can post to Mastodon that there's a live stream. You can enter the chat room because you already have a Matrix client installed because you use it all the time for end-to-end encrypted communication with different people around Vegas, the greater Vegas area. So it fits into an existing communication workflow. And the value add is that you get to participate in yet more content, audio in this case. Uh, could also support video. You don't have to use YouTube. You could always push to YouTube later. But the live stream could be more of a, it could be a subscription-based thing, which this is not. But yeah, there's a couple of different ways. So the innovation phase of our little mini hackathon here probably has a bunch of junk written on the whiteboard, but we've, we could kind of walk through one way that an audience user, a user story, you know, as a listener of the impresarios podcast, I would like to listen on a familiar platform with minimal software installation requirements, something I'm, I'm not going to distrust. I don't want TikTok maybe, or I don't want WhatsApp or I don't want Twitter or whatever, right? So open source software, part of a, of a larger community of tools and platform to encourage social engagement in our smart city. So yeah, maybe you're willing to play along. So as that user, I would like all those things so that I might participate in a live stream podcast and ask questions, provide commentary, etc. None of this is new. Now, if you've ever watched any number of live streamers on YouTube or Twitch or elsewhere, any, anything with a live feature, you've probably done it or you've been a part of it, or maybe you host something. But how can we do it on a platform we actually control so that you can trust people? You know who's doing what. You can actually reach out and say, I would like this to be fixed or modified or improved. Uh, if you could do that with Discord or, or YouTube or TikTok, you know, good luck. But here, little homegrown so the some of the value add for users is that you get to actually talk to people they might even answer i i think i know that guy <laughs> i might not know that guy i'm not sure i do i do tend to answer most emails eventually anyway so the so the innovation step has now brought us to hmm we should work with innovate for vegas ironically named perhaps in this case and maybe we can come up with a, a new feature that will benefit a lot of people just because this one silly podcast, Cafe Genius Impresarios, I mean the host, not the podcast, uh, wants to implement this feature without going the usual route, trying to do something innovative. So our ideas initially contained a bunch of not so innovative things like, oh, just use Facebook or something like Clubhouse or Twitter rooms or whatever they're called or... You know, whatever. Just use what everybody else is using. But suddenly we, we found a path that's a little bit more innovative and interesting and maybe involves some invention or maybe it involves some broadening of uh, feature sets to better suit the smart city. Hmm. Interesting. So that's a hackathon. Our hackathon took 10 minutes. I think 11 minutes, something like 12, say 12. I don't know. So 
imagine if your 30 to 60 minute meetup, maybe it's a lunch, maybe it's a after work, maybe it's a two hour thing at the innovation center or a coffee shop, who knows? It could be anything. A lot of that time is obviously catching up, chit chat. But if imagine if you took 30 to 60 minutes and started with an idea, grew it into ideas, ideation, and then you, uh, you kind of picked kind of the, the K-means, <laughs> you find the little groups of ideas and you pick a group that seems to make sense. You figure out how they could fit together. You turn it into an innovative uh, undertaking. By the end of your meetup, you've spent an hour and you've come up with something you might want to work on after the meetup or at a next meetup or turn into a startup. Who knows? So hackathons are about ideation and innovation. There's a little bit of pressure because uh, if there are multiple people, you know, in groups or teams, and there's a time, a ticking clock, if you're a movie fan, <laughs> there's a clock ticking, there may be surprises, there may not be surprises. Maybe you're just doing it because you're interested in the ideation and innovation potential. But that ticking clock and a little bit of competition, you know, it's not like you're a, it's not a boxing match. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a coopetition. So if you, if you can turn 30 to 60 minutes into a new idea that's actually been tuned a little bit with some innovative thinking, you have had a hackathon. We can do this all the time. We can do this every day. We do it every week. Certainly we do it every month over at the Innovate for Vegas Foundation. I know I've said that a lot this time, but, um, we're doing some cool stuff that we're coming up on a year since forming that organization. We're also just over a year since Cafe Genius formed. So uh, I think I think it formed in uh, December. So I think it's a year and a half for Cafe Genius. But the point is you too can be innovative. You could be an ideator, an ideation monster. You and yourself and, and a friend, me, myself, and I can ideate proactively to come up with new things. And I think this is something that we need to get better at here in Vegas. So I'm, I'm going to link to the Neil Gershenfeld show. It's on YouTube. It is a Lex Friedman interview. Lex has some mostly good, some not good uh, discussions with some luminaries and idiots. Neil Gershenfeld seems to be more in the former. Uh, I have met him. I met him in person. I think I mentioned that when I was there in, uh, there on the MIT campus, um, the media lab is amazing. Bits and Adams is, is also amazing in a different way. Uh, if, Be if Vegas wants to be a better Vegas, that is the model to look at is doing things that are not like everybody else. The innovation part of innovation, you know, one of the ideas on our whiteboard could have been, let's just be Silicon Valley. And I would, uh, I would raise my hand and say from the 90s or today because i was there in the 90s and that's when that's when stuff was going nuts but because of that there's silicon valley of today which is probably a not the place you want to be i would never go back so if we can continue to develop our innovation hub in the better vegas mindset uh, not everything is the a's stadium the sphere the f1 repaving traffic nightmares boring tunnel our horrible public transit system. <laughs> Although I use that all the time and it does get me around, but geez, what a horrible collection of software and 
angry drivers and crazy passengers. But the fact is, if we want to be a smart city and we want to be forward thinking and looking and we want to be an innovation hub, we have to act like it. So go have a hackathon. And if you have someone else around you having a hackathon, go hang out at theirs. See what you can come up with. And uh, come and find me and tell me about it. So there you go. Thank you for listening. The links in the show notes. If you do want to search for Neil Gershenfeld, it's if you look for Lex Friedman, I think it was show 380. If you find the Lex Friedman channel on YouTube, it's a recent show in June. I think it was posted on uh, May 27th. I think it was Sunday, May 27th, I think it was, um, 2023. It's a good show. The entire thing is worth listening to or watching. Uh, it's pretty much two people sitting at a table. So you can listen to the audio on a treadmill or... You know, whatever you do when you listen to this show, you can do the same. And uh, I hope you listen to it. I did enjoy it. And um, I think it's something we need to consider here in Vegas, the greater Vegas entrepreneurial ecosystem, is thinking outside the box, none of the above. Stuff we haven't thought about before, but we can innovate on. See where it goes. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week and the weeks after and listen to some old shows too. Tell your friends. Like and subscribe, all that. Thank you.